Media reports today quoting unverified and anonymous sources have attacked my reputation and called into questions my loyalty to Canada. Let me be clear, what has been reported is false and I will defend myself against these absolutely untrue claims. All right, that is now former Liberal MP Han Dong resigning from Liberal Caucus yesterday. Uh, shocking information to say the least. Allegations that this now former Liberal MP was advising China in the dispute over the two Michaels. Actually telling Beijing to postpone their release? I mean, these allegations are so shocking that they did prompt exactly that, the resignation from the caucus late yesterday. They were first reported and revealed by Global News investigative journalist Sam Cooper, who joins us now to talk about these latest developments. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Simi. All right, so let's let's set the stage here for folks who are not fully up to date. Let's go start with the allegations. So what is it that you learned? The allegations from national security whistleblower sources are that CSIS learned MP Handon initiated a conversation, a private conversation in February 2021 with China's senior diplomat in Toronto. That's the Consul General. The nature of the conversation, it was lengthy. Uh, it was a, a allegedly MP Handon initiated it as a personal and work-related conversation and proceeded to discuss at length political matters in Canada, ultimately raising the case of the Michaels and these are the, the key and serious allegations. Uh, CSIS investigators allegedly found uh, MP Don recommended that uh, China needed to show some progress on that frozen legal case. Uh, but to release the Michaels at that point would be a benefit to the cons opposition Conservative Party's position. This is allegedly what was recommended, and yet uh, that... Uh, China, the Chinese government needed to show some progress. So uh, uh, very strong allegations. As, you, as we've heard in the clip, uh, MP Don strongly denies he, however, that, that he recommended that the government of China hold at that point the Michaels in prison. However, he acknowledged to Global News in our detailed questions that he had this conversation. Uh, he denies that he initiated the conversation and says uh, he will defend himself. Uh, what's important, we also contacted the Prime Minister's office and said, were you aware uh, of this conversation? Is it possible that MP Handon was acting in any way, uh, official or unofficial, as a government negotiator or communicator on the case? They responded and said they were completely unaware of the conversation until they received media questions, and they said there was no way that MP Handon was acting for the Liberal government to call uh, the, the Consul General. I'll finish my answer here. Handon's response indicates he believes it was within his uh, purview as Don Valley North MP to have such conversations. Wow. Okay. Well, clearly tripped him up here as though he may have thought that, but the head of his party did not think that. That's evident from the answers we've, we right. have from both Don and, uh, and the Prime Minister's office. Another important thing, uh, Simi, from uh, the national security source allegations are that at the time of this call, February 2021, CSIS reporting allegedly classified MP Handon as, quote, a close friend of the Toronto Consulate based on his call's history. 
end quote. So uh, this is an allegation uh, from national security sources that we've reported. Uh, the background, uh, as you know, and your listeners know, we have reported at Global News that uh, uh, senior Liberal Party officials were warned just before the 2019 federal election that CSIS investigators uh, believed Han Don was part of a Chinese election interference network and that uh, he was connected to another alleged suspect being probed at a high and sensitive level in CSIS investigations in Toronto. Again, MP Han Don strongly denied those allegations. Okay, and so I guess, Sam, what I get here from your stories on this as well is that this is much deeper and much more, you know, widespread perhaps than we had given previous indications of what was happening in terms of the attempts to influence. Well, Simi, I I recall that since our last uh, interview, I said that this is a cross-Canada issue, according to my sources, and we have seen another media outlet uh, in the interim report that China's consulate in Vancouver sought to interfere in the Vancouver municipal election. Uh, allegedly, uh, you know, councillors or, or even uh, others were favoured by the consul general in Vancouver. So we can see a pattern here. What else have we seen? We've seen allegations a Montreal municipal councillor is being accused of running uh, uh, poli- so-called police stations in Montreal. And I think I've told you and other colleagues with the Global News Network before that we uh, we are in touch with people involved or aware of RCMP national security investigations across the country. And what my colleagues are informed is that many politicians across Canada, either wittingly or unwittingly, are implicated in foreign interference, mostly related to China. And we are told it's such a serious issue that this could even uh, be a challenge to RCMP investigations. Oh, wow. Okay. So then what are the next steps here, Sam? Like, obviously, there have been a lot of reverberations from your story yesterday. So what are, what are you looking at next? Well, what, what we can gather since uh, the, the story was published is that uh, very clearly the political uh, situation in Ottawa appears to be changing. It looks like we will see a vote in the House of Commons today on uh, a public inquiry. It looks possible that uh, whereas uh, such motions have been raised in various venues before, there may be, if not uh, unanimous support, there may be majority support from uh, starting with the NDP, who is raising a motion, and the Conservative Party. Uh, We're not sure how this vote will turn out, but, Simi, I can absolutely say that uh, the talk in Ottawa today is that it looks like uh, the votes in support of a public inquiry should be uh, sufficient. Right. So whereas before, maybe the Prime Minister thought that the special rapporteur, that that would calm this, uh, it does seem like this is headed our way. Is that Does it feel to you like, Sam, this is all anybody's talking about in Ottawa right now? Yes, as you know, uh, President Biden is in town, uh, so that would have been, you know, a a big story in itself. But this story was already, uh, you know, uh, many other media outlets have followed us at Global News and and reported their own stories. I do believe that this is the biggest story in Canada uh, at the moment, and certainly the public interest we, uh, I can tell you, Simi, you know, we've talked many times yes. about these issues. The public interest has never been higher. I would agree with you on that one, Sam. Listen, thanks for making the time for us this morning. We appreciate it.
Thank you. That's Sam Cooper, investigative journalist at Global News. Check out his work, globalnews.ca. You can see the latest stories that he's got on this. And of course, Sam has been covering this extensively for years now. And it does sound like, as he said, that no matter what the prime minister may have thought in terms of quelling the furor over this about, oh, appointing a special rapporteur and this is... The public inquiry, I think, seems inevitable at this point. The question is, how soon now can it happen? How soon can we get that up and running? Now, we will continue to follow that story as well. And again, I do recommend go online, check out Sam's work at globalnews.ca.